Wardcast episode 206. Go! Go! I'm Dylan Avento. Uh, and I'm Joe Whitmore. I'm Alex Damrath. Wow. And we are the Wardcast Boys. We are very upset. The Juicy that, Boys. Wait. That, that Nelson Johnson chose not to join us today. I heard that dude's a prick. Piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. He says he's good at marketing. Nope. Can't market himself onto this show. Wait. <laughs> but I did just buy him off of Amazon, so. Me? Yeah. No, wait, wait, no, Nelson. Oh, Nelson. Darn. <laughs> I'm Dylan. That's Joe. Am I? Well, make a noise so we know which who's Joe, and that's <laughs> Nelson. I'm Nelson. Oh. The one what said he was Alex. Oh. The one who'd said, the one who would be the Alex. one whomst. Yeah. I am the one who knocks and says, This is Alex at the door. What is that a reference to? Bring bad. Oh, now, right. Okay. Now yeah. that we've put our brains back in our correct bodies, what are we podcasting here today? Uh, well, we're in a new world, gentlemen, a world where we know America? we know mm-hmm. even more. Well, yes. Agrabah? Uh, Agrabah? Agrabah? Uh, sorry. Vegabond? Boba Fett. Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Boba Fett. This is the only room I've said that in and somebody gets it. It's so... You need better friends. So did I do. <laughs> It's so gets, distinctive. Boba Fett gets killed by someone accidentally poking him in the jetpack. Yep. Yep. It's, it's the, he's the the coolest character in the history of Star Wars. Yep. And he dies in the most obnoxious way. But also, yeah. you know that... I don't want to do a Star Wars tangent, but you also know that Harrison Ford just learned that character's name like five minutes prior, so he doesn't know the exact way to pronounce it. He's just like, Boba Fett. <laughs> Wait, did he just learn his... Because I feel like... No, I thought no, he no, knew no. him. I'm just saying that like the way he says it is not oh. like... Oh, Harrison it's, Ford. It's not, yes. It's not okay, 100% it, it, the precise way to say it. Got like it. he says, like, Boba Fett. Do like, we know? Boba Fett. Do we know when? If, like, I, I can't, I'm trying to remember when else we heard Boba Fett's name in, in the trilogy. No, I think that's it. Because I, I think it's just a toy thing before that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. But, anyways. Boba Feet. Boba Feet. Uh, Darth Vader feet. was like, Boba T. <laughs> no disintegrations, Boba T. <laughs> no disintegrations. Uh, uh, all right. Well, I was gonna make a great intro about how Death Stranding. We know more about that shitty game, but you guys wow. went into this weird ass tangent. Well, let's go. Let's 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 change strands. Okay? Guys, I'll keep coming. What? That's a it's song. One of the songs in the oh. trailer. It's a good song. It's, it's a, really a really good song, but it's lit- the chorus or the choruses or whatever is just somebody saying singing. I'll keep coming. <laughs> <laughs> to which Kojima tweeted out. I'll keep coming, and then the trailer. They don't stop coming, <laughs> and they don't stop coming. You get to the fools, and you hit the ground running. Didn't make sense, but I live for fun. You bring your head. Gets uh, there's some new information about Death Stranding. Gamescom happens <gasps> in the wild world of Germany. Um, what a German not ingenuity is just is crazy. Not doing that. <laughs> uh, what other games were announced before we get to Death Stranding? The Kerbal Space Program Two. Oh yeah, was it two or was it expansion Shantae or was it five. two? It's okay, well, it's number two. two. Yeah, uh, two New drone Sean. games back oh. to back. Yeah. 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 Drone racing, baby. What uh, else was on there? Uh, Shantae Five, I think, is just now okay. called Shantae and the Seven and, and the something and the Ten Rings. I watched ninety percent of this Gamescom. I realized I've forgotten most of it. Yeah, I'm trying to pull out from my brain what, I'd say what was, we talked about. It was mostly forgettable. 
Well, what was so shitty about it? And I mean, like, I mean, uh, let, let it out. Let Jeff Keeley. Yep. <laughs> you got to hand it to him. He has been in this game a long time, and he's obviously like doing the right things what, to, to stay in the game. No, no. Uh, he is now literally in a game, but I'm saying the game of games media and like staying relevant. Dude's been at it a long time, and he obviously loves and respects the hell out of Hideo Kojima. Mm-hmm. But fuck, is it getting kind of sad how much that dude pines after Hideo Kojima? Like, stop the stream. Like, after they did an announcement, it's like, guys, I just got word that Hideo, Hideo Kojima, Kojima is in the building. Like, dude, like, we get it. What the fuck? Well, I, look, yeah. Here's the deal, though. Here's where it gets Shakespearean. Hideo Kojima pines heavily for um, Norman Reedus for Hollywood well, not not just Norman Reedus but his true love is uh, Mads, Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen mm. yo if you his ever real love really is Mads Mikkelsen I, there's it's some great. Japanese panel shows that like with him and Mads on there and it's just like uh, Hideo you love Mads it's so much and, and Mads is just like yeah we just we just hang out and listen to music and smoke cigarettes outside the studio and it was it's like and uh, Jeff is just like watching it <laughs> and like currently the screen <laughs> Hideo <laughs> What's the uh, Hideo Senpai notice me? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's but true. He finally got noticed. Anime. He got yeah, noticed in the did. most major way. He is now in a Hideo Kojima video game. Officially as Luden's fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not named. It's, yeah. Also, also well, voiced by Matt Mercer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. There's a really good tweet where someone was like, Hideo Kojima listening to Jeff Keighley talk, staring out into the middle distance, wishing he sounded like Matt Mercer instead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is basically just Hideo Kojima makes whatever his weird fantasies are it's, real. It's fucked up. Like, this is a fucking... Is it? Yes. It's, what, is it's, it, it's a fetish game. But Whoa, is it what? wrong? Because, no, because look, the thing is, hey, man, not, I, look, not trying to kink shame. All right, it sounds like you are. It sounds, no, it's not trying. No, 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 no. Because I'm launching but, a new podcast called My Video Game Kink, and I swear to God, if you come after us, fi- I have a five part series about <laughs> Kojima games right. coming up. All of the horniest and bok tai. Mm-hmm, 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 I do, mm-hmm. I do. Uh, but back up a minute, because that's a little bit, a little bit of reductionist. Uh, to say no, no, I'm not to say that Hideo Kojima doesn't have like weird things that he hones in on and is like I'm gonna I'm gonna explore this weird thing that I like to the fullest. Look, but he right. does have big storytelling. Mm. He has big themes. He does have he does have big mythologies. I, I'm not saying you like they can be bad. You could like I'm, I'm just saying he does do more than That's just fetishes. No one is acknowledging that it can be bad and that it may be in fact bad. Everyone goes, ha ha! Oh, that Kojima still gonna play the game. No, see, Let's I give like him millions. Well, that's why the, I'm. That's why I'm the weirdo in the room. I like the storytelling. What? What do you I like, like? Most of it. What? Okay, it's okay. all it's convoluted bullshit. Yeah, but I like dumb conspiracy shit. So. Oh my right, god, on, aliens. Like, no, right. There's never aliens in no, any I'm of these. No, I'm just saying that image of the guy, ancient no, aliens, I'm motherfucker. Not, that's, that's a different can, level can than I, what Kojima's Can I maybe at. try to explain it in a way? Like, Alright, so look. You look, don't look, like it. I can explain to you the Metal Gear story because I understand most of it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but, that's but most... It sounds like you don't understand why it resonates. Yeah, because it's the moment to moment beats. It, if, if he's not objectifying a woman, he is having a man shit his pants. And if he's not doing that, he's making up some techno babble gobbledygook about some grand governmental conspiracy. And it's, it's bullshit. 
All right. Okay. So to, I, I would never deny that there are moments like that, but there are so many moments. And here's why I think it works. Here's why, and I'm, I'm not going to say you can dislike these things or you can like these things. Hideo Kojima focuses on things that he likes, and he's done this since before Metal Gear. He made a game that was just Blade Runner the game. Yeah. Um, and, and it was like... Snatcher. It was... It was yeah, it was it was uh, a, he was just trying to capture the essence of that game. With Metal Gear, more and more over time, he just started thinking, I want to capture the feeling of all these different types of things, Americana, like movies like various movies, and he just puts them in small microcosms. So scene to scene, you get these really weird things that evoke a certain nostalgia or a certain and it's and it's done in a way that is so exaggerated that it like it puts it on its sleeve, but it has this but it also has this weird thing where it kind of tucks the story into this weird mysterious zone and it either works for you. It doesn't. And, and not to say that there aren't flaws with the way he represents women or things like that, but he does do a certain brand of weird that resonates with a certain brand. Like we all know that nostalgia sells and that kind of thing, but it, but it also, it's a certain brand of weird that mixes with things that people love. And so for me with death stranding, cause I'm not, I'm not even the just metal gear fan. I appreciate what metal gear is, but with death stranding, it's like, here is something that has this, you know, convoluted mythology that has um, a kind of uh, it, it. It looks like it will probably have a pretty pretentious kind of yeah, theming. Yeah. I like That's that. That's the thing that I think if 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 Kojima at the very least, or it doesn't even have to specifically be him, but if it the 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 stories that he wrote at the very least had a little bit of like acknowledgement of like. Hey, we know this is kind of bullshit. But you it, don't think they? It you doesn't. Don't think he, I, it doesn't. Uh, I, don't I feel like it that. takes it very self seriously, and that you it, and obviously like Kojima fans, they run a wide range. Like they're gonna be like, I, I think this is bullshit, but I'm still, I fall in love with it because yeah. it's like random bullshit and it's ridiculous. Or but, some people take it very seriously, and people take it very seriously. And I've been so burned by people to take it seriously because then they call me stupid. Like, no, you don't understand the the underlying like genius of it. I'm like, no, fuck right. this, this, this. Like we're not even having a good faith discussion anymore, okay? Like this has completely mm-hmm. broken the understanding. Like all logic has now been thrown out the window. And the fact that is, he is to me not an auteur because an auteur is someone like a Wes Anderson type or like you know I, someone that does something yeah, off but, the beaten path, but is still like at least hewing closely to like storytelling conventions. Ooh, I don't. I uh, think that's. That's the part that I really don't agree with. Yeah, I, I, because I, I think you can. I, it's really, Quentin Tarantino. I mean, yeah. So, the, so but he's still like, you finish a Tarantino movie, and like it'll it still makes sense. You finish a Metal Gear game, and if you didn't like, gl- if your eyes didn't glaze over through the fifteen minute explanation about whatever bullshit the conspiracy was about, then you're it just dude, means you weren't everything. the target audience. But I also followed That's okay. everything in every I, Metal Gear. I think it sounds like to me, Dylan, your 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 grief with various aspects of Kojima and with the fan base has kind of impacted the way you feel about him. Of as course, a creator. that's me in media blanket statement. So all I'd all I'd ask you to do, I think, would be to be like, okay, Hideo Kojima is. You know, he he may not be the most humble, but that doesn't mean that his creations are like worse because his him and his fans like make it like I know I know fandoms are bad. That's like a like like a regular thing. Like fandoms are the worst, right? Can be. Yeah. Or they they can be the worst. And and you often deal with but but like when I consume a game or a Star Wars like I, I 
When I consume I a Star Wars, media. <laughs> when I consume a Star Wars, I, I avoid media. You know, I'm like, I want to just like sure. experience this. In when my I own... watch Toy Story four, Toy Story one, my favorite series ever. Yeah. I do not give a shit about what anyone's thoughts on it are because, like, I, I don't need. I don't need the challenge, right? Like, I don't need to be met was like, well, this is where this movie fucked up. Don't care. Because, like, to me, that puts me back to when I was four, five, six years old. And it's just, it to me, that is, like, almost the perfect film franchise. And I just, I don't need it. And I understand that. So are you saying that Death Stranding is not a, like... Kojima can't be like a Toy Story situation. No, because Kojima asks to be challenged in a way. Like like that oh. whole that whole fandom, that whole existence is almost like like is this weird corner of of gaming writ large. I see it that way. It's so Kojima. We only ever see a window of him. We don't. We okay. Don't see well, him I'm not. Work- I'm not speaking specifically to Kojima. I'm. Con- well, I'm it, talking to the 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 organism that is the the fandom and the 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 in media the association. Media, yeah, the, 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 and everything discru- the discussion that. around everything. Kojima. Sure. Yes. The greater Kojima discussion. But so much of that is th- discourse, like, if you will. When you when you get to that level, you're observing things that aren't very. Um, they're not they're not as meaningful as they seem i feel like sure because that's so right. much a lot of this is personal right yeah like, that, that, that's like so- i've been like personally slighted in in conversations about this and like and i'm bringing that into the thing but at the very least i feel like when you talk about a kojima game it's so much harder for people to be like this is a problem like this is here's an example of it i'm not talking specifically with us but i'm just saying in general my experience has been let us agree like the flaws here like let's talk about a scene or a moment or a beat in a kojima game and let's talk about like what what what's good about this scene because i'm i'm willing to admit the the good parts about kojima games like peeing fuck if (laughs) if people are willing to accept acknowledge the bad parts and like that's it and the bad parts are more than just like oh he has a a problem with you know objectifying and sexualizing women like no like specifically like let's sit down look at a scene and see a 30 minute cutscene in MGS4 or whatever and critique what is necessary and what's not. And that's hard to do when there's already this, this, uh, you know, very nostalgic, uh, part driven, like death grip on, on the, on the media of it, of, of, on the, uh, on the product. And, you know, that's fine if you want to live, you know, that sheltered lifestyle about Kojima. And again, not saying anyone in here is and acknowledging that I am like that with Toy Story. Like I am like, nope, don't need like building sure. the wall around me. Right. Don't if I were it. to say that Toy Story 3 is basically the same story as Toy Story 2, Dylan wouldn't hear it. Yeah, because it's wrong. <laughs> um, wow. Well, there's similarities, but there's, there's similarities. Um, but I want to get I want to play Death Stranding. I want to play Death Stranding because Death Stranding we're finally we're getting we're removing Kojima from the the organism that is Metal Gear. We're having him making a new a new IP a new idea, and I would love us to collectively play it together, sit down and discuss. Here's how it works. Here has it because I'm sure I could find a lot in a Kojima game that I would I like, and I've played MGS five, and I haven't, and I I beat all of Ground Zeroes. I didn't get as far through five, but like. There's there are enjoyable parts of his games, but <laughs> people can't ha- sit down having a rational discussion about like what's good about a game, what's bad about a game, specifically about Kojima production. Then I feel like it makes him untouchable. It makes his work untouchable, and that frustrates me to a certain degree. Because yes, Nelson, 
No, no, no. I want you to finish your statement. Why? Well, I, I I don't know. I'm trailing now. I I think the problem is not. You have a problem with the way that people discuss Kojima games. Yeah. I think the problem is more people don't know how to talk about games right. well. Yeah, and I mean, because Kojima like, games are so, we're gonna throw so many things into this. Yeah, and there are so many good things and there are the bad things. Right. That trying to navigate that minefield is so difficult for anybody who doesn't typically like critique media in well, general. Yeah. I mean, like that goes into like a lot of like popular media critique. I mean, 100%. like we're, we're not you know english you know degree holders we're not we're not textual oh, you guys aren't oh well you know we're not we're not i have a, i have a minor in writing so mm-hmm. um or like we're not textual analysts but like i enjoy that stuff and i feel yeah. like this is what frustrates me it, it i think when you go into a conversation about discussing any sort of media it, people have to agree like what is what is the what is the point to be like are we talking about something especially in games because there's so many different ways to talk yes. about a game but like are we talking about it mechanically are we talking about it narratively are we talking about how those two systems that can sometimes exist uh, independently of one another how, how are they work together mm-hmm. um also what are we doing to analyze and critique our own biases or our own like attachment to a thing i would recommend everyone go listen to the waypoint radio series where they talk about evangelion yeah even if you don't like evangelion and i know Jay, yeah. you fell off of it pretty quickly. I, I i suffered through the latter half of that series um but they you have people in there that have seen that series multiple times that have nostalgic attachment to it you have people that have never seen it at all or have not seen anime in general um for the most part so like austin walker has a very deep-seated attachment to that series but yeah. he he drops that entire side of himself to like almost i wouldn't say viciously actually but like really goes hard on critiquing the problems with that mm-hmm. show and it's phenomenal because you see someone that like almost pains themselves because they they have this they have this childish attachment to it um to 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 reckon with the genuine flaws and problematic nature of parts of it and i feel like I just wish people on average were more like that. Well, so and that's the thing is like Austin Walker is one of the greatest uh, people in games media to really sit down and like I'm going to talk about this thing that I love. Well, he takes and that, I'm going to critique it. He takes that graduate school like academic mentality yeah. and applies yeah. it to games and it and it plays off and he also has Rob Zach need to play off with that a bit and Daniel Riendo and I really 100%. enjoy that. Yeah. Um. Uh. And I I really. I don't know. I, I want to do that for Death Stranding because sure, yeah, yeah. I hate when I mean, and we've talked about uh, Into the Spider Verse and stuff. And Into the Spider Verse is not my favorite game, but I've had movie. discussions where it's like, yeah, movie. Um, but I've had discussions where it's like, oh, I don't think this narrative part beat works well. And then someone goes, yeah, but it looks great. And I'm like, that fucking doesn't matter because that's not what we're discussing. Like those things can work sure, together. But I'm sure. saying that like right but now. I think, sorry, good. Well, I'm just saying, like, yes, like a visual aesthetic and and the way, like, they talk about how, like, um, you know, Miles Morales uses a different frame rate, right, um, than mm-hmm. Peter B. Parker, and that's because Miles Morales is supposed to, they're supposed to explain the the idea that Miles Morales is less confident and he's clumsier, and like using a slower frame rate, like, it accentuates that, and that's great, but we don't even get that deep 
sometimes when I have that conversation. Sure. It but, goes, it looks pretty. Great. But I think, cool. I th- and I think part of that is people don't know how to discuss media in a critical way. Yes. I think another part of that is when it's um, when it's a painting, it's I'm going to judge it based on the visual aspect of it. When it's a song, it's I'm going to judge it based on the audio aspect of it. But when it's a video game or movie or television, so much of those things combine for the overall experience. And I think that's part of what Joe is saying is like, when it comes to Metal Gear Solid, it's, or Hideo Kojima games, it's yes, there's shitty parts like in Into the Spider-Verse, the part where like, they're just going to let the licensed music tell the, tell the emotion of the characters. But that movie would not be that movie without that art style. That experience would not be that experience without that art style. And then you put the story together and it's the the whole sum of its parts is is to whoever you're talking to, like way more important than oh yeah, that that story beats us. Right. I guess it also depends on your expectations of what a critical conversation is, because when it comes to movies, music, and even like paintings, there's an element of when the art when if an artist wants you to analyze it oftentimes they want you to analyze the emotions you're feeling not the style of it now you could be having specifically a conversation about what are the technical details of how it's done right like i've 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 been in art history classes so like i've been taught like how to specifically critique critique yeah (laughs) paintings so like yeah in a scene that it maybe doesn't tell the story as efficiently if somebody still feels like it lands for them then it works and it doesn't necessarily have to work for everyone, but like a scene can be technically either not done by by the you know like what what is deemed standard good technical st- sure. uh, techniques, or it could be done in a way that is unconventional, uh, you know whether it's intentional or not. And if it still resonates, mm-hmm. that's really the only thing that matters now you can the the technical discussion what is the value of the technical discussion it shouldn't be what is the merit of the movie it should be what can we learn from the from the techniques sure and so i you know I, I think the hard part of that is when you're having a conversation with somebody who is like a fan of the movie and gets defensive if you start to critic you know be critical of it well then are you having two different discussions where one one is one person is trying to talk about the techniques being used mm-hmm. and the other person is just trying to be like no but i like this movie don't don't you know don't shit on right. it because I, I enjoyed that scene and i mean that, that goes into things like you know the the criticism sandwich right it's like positive then negative then positive mm-hmm. like you have the bread's positive mm-hmm. then the meat is is your actual like critique because like if 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 the collective discussion is not like you know holistically agreeing one side or the other like you know Nelson you and I kind of bashed on metro last episode mm-hmm. but like we were both kind of like in agreement that mm-hmm. like that game was seriously flawed sure. in, in yeah, our, yeah, in our yeah. perspective so like that was fine but like if Alex was here then that 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 discussion would have been more difficult because like Alex would have been bred Alex would have been bred. No, but like, but that's the thing. Like, I mean, uh, I th- I think it would have been harder. I, I and I have no problems. Like my, my my frustrations with like having meaningful critique pertain to things outside of this room. Like, I feel like we we do a, a good job about like discussing and acknowledging and and having understanding in that. But like, it's uh, I don't know, man. I mean, so example. I just think I've had bad experiences and it's burned me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, that's so, fair. Like, now, and so like I just I just try to move away from the media that I've been burned on with it. Like I got to take Star Wars and I got to take, you know, 
Metal Gear and I got to take Inside Spireverse and just like slide it off the desk and into the trash cans. Like, all right, I just can't have discussions about that anymore but because so maybe, like, it's, it's done. Maybe think about it in a different way. Maybe think about those things from the, you got to think about those things from the perspective of the people that have burned you on it. And sure. And just be like, and okay, I, well, what's... So interesting. I did have that. Um, so I, I've, I've been playing a little bit of GTA oh. 5. Um, oh, because I got a hankering to play some online um, and found out that I really don't like that online. Sure. Again. Fair. Um, but I was thinking about four or the comparison of five to four because I don't find five like four was like a very um, important game to me. Like when I played it because um, I was like, what, 17, 18. Yeah. It was like a very. I think Mike feels the same way. Yeah. It it, it, it had all these different things. It had, you, had a, you had a character that was, you know, it was a. Uh, Stranger in a Strange Land kind of thing, like making themselves in America. It was, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, an immigrant's tale, but also like the immigrant was the smartest person in the room most mm-hmm. of the time, but usually the lowest man on the totem pole. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like there was a great conservative critique. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, with all the radio talk shows and all that stuff. And I thought like, wow, this game's so smart. And then I played five, like, I don't know, six years later. Or however. And then it goes back to like wacky fun but with no real me- message. Right. Yeah. And I was having a discussion with a friend and we were kind of arguing back and forth because I was just trying to get them to acknowledge like, hey, there's like, there's some great stuff in, in, in four. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, no. And I was like, and at that point you kind of just got to go like, all right, if you're going to, if you're going to just shut down, you're just right. Shut right. Down. But like once I removed myself mm-hmm. from that emotion and whatever. Well, no, even oh, I stopped talking to them critically about things. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, oh, no, it wasn't I'm Mason. kidding. Uh, I was on a walk the other day and I was like, you know what? If I played four like now, like not like without the attachment that I had, I probably would have it probably would have been less effective on me. You should check out the video game book club. Mm. 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 Sounds like a bad podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, fuck you too. Uh, I completely understand where you're coming from in that in that scenario. I, I would say, though, there is some. There is some acknowledgement that I think should be made that Hideo Kojima is one of the first auteurs in the games industry. Sure. And I think the ability for him to just go like, no, I know what I like and I will put that in a game. Right. Is something that I think a lot of people admire. I don't know. I might disagree with that because I mean, look at Warren Spector. Like, but like, look at Suda51. Like Suda51 did like, what is it? Dark Dreams Don't die or whatever yeah. and it's just like dude you just wanted to make a weird game didn't you sure and the answer is yes and he did and he is still doing that yeah i i almost would argue like suda's games or um um yokotaro's games are more cohesive <laughs> than kojima's stuff but then i would say. say those are that's their style sure yeah sure. I, I think because so here's a here's a weird thing about that like um the the legitimate plot of Metal Gear is less cohesive, but I feel like the feelings that you get that it evokes right. aren't like the the or, or, the feelings are are well you know what Snake is you, you generally speaking you know what all the characters are until they you know have a twist or whatever yeah but I feel like it does a good job of just like like I said earlier it's pulling from so many different references yeah because Kojima loves built making things based on what he loves yeah and that's and he loves American cinema and yeah and and I feel like even when you when the Bandanas. when you're when the plot is like just a weird thing you're like 
but I know what I feel about this scene often. Yeah. I think that's that maybe at least for a fan. If you're if you're playing the game and you're looking for a more cohesive plot, sure. it's you're like, probably going to be disappointed. It's probably an imp- impressionist painting, right? It's like, oh, you understand like what skullduggery is and like black ops operations and like spy shit and like, all right, just take that general feeling and like, oh, now it's a video game and you can play it. Yeah, and 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 even then though, it's going to have weird reference to things that are not spy based, just like weird other you know. Uh, films kind of throw like moments from films, lines yeah. from films thrown in. But uh, he put a western in a in a espionage game, and then put a ninja, and then put a mech in it. Wait, what's is Revolver? Uh, Revolver Ocelot's Revolver 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 yeah. the western, okay. then Cyborg it's Ninja, then all of the Metal Gears. It's, it's, and then he made a James Bond video game. But the thing is, it to me, like you have to earn that shit. And I think he, but I think he did, I think he did with Snatcher, Metal Gear 1, Metal Gear 2, and the first Metal Gear Solid, so that anything that happens after that, I think is just like, oh, but I'm saying your, like, your foundation we is those. say the same thing about independent movies. Indi- indie movies, you're it's like, also true. do whatever you want. Like, you know, you, know, you, you we'll still judge it on, on how good we feel it is. Sure. But you can try anything. You can have Cowboys versus Aliens. I don't know if that was an indie or not. That or, definitely was not. But whatever. Uh, you, you, or like, what's, that, what's that movie? With, uh, Rushmore? Boots, Boots Riley. Um, uh, sorry, sorry for calling you. Sorry. Oh, sorry to yeah. bother you. Sorry yes. to bother you. Yes. A terrible movie. <laughs> that movie sucks, dude. Thank you, Nelson. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was Thank in love you. With, I was in love with that movie. And oh, it went a direction. like the last 10 minutes. I fucking hated that movie. It's like a stab in the back. Oh, I trusted him so much. Thank wow. you. I actually love that movie. Yeah, uh, of course you would. But, but <laughs> well, I, well, look, the social commentary is good. Sure. Yeah. The social commentary is good. If you don't like the weird the twist, fucking rails. But that the thing is, like, God, sometimes it's just nice to have your skin peeled off your body and just be like, oh, this is a weird, different Some, thing. We're it, not kink shaming, Dylan. It's, it's a weird it's, fetish. It's not it's every not other weird. movie. There, there is value, and this is, this might sound like shallow, but there is value in just doing things differently. And I don't mean <sighs> subverting oh, expectations. No, I agree with that. Oh. I agree with that. I, you, you've still got to do it well. Yeah, that's the thing. But, that's where I put it the, over. That movie, I, you got to do something well before you can do it. That different. movie grows, and that's part. That part is subjective. That though. movie grows of in course, surrealism it's over all time. Subjective. <laughs> Except that Kojima is bad. That that movie Fuck grows you. in surrealism over time, and then it just rocket boots into surreal town. <laughs> and that that's that's if you don't like it, fine. But it was really imaginative. Sure. But I think with Sorry to Bother You, so I, this is going to be very quick. I think with Sorry to Bother You, the problem is that that surreal shit they were doing was so good it was fucking amazing yeah it was like far enough it went far enough like they turned it to 11 and then they skipped like 12 through 14 and then just went straight to no they broke the knob off yeah (laughs) they they replaced it with a different one that was like in a in a children's cartoon and it doesn't make sense that you put it in this r-rated movie and it's just like what's happening why i would still say since we since we're talking about a thing that has like a very weird twist that we don't want to talk about if you haven't seen it, it's probably worth watching and deciding for yourself whether or not it works for you. I agree. Do we just yeah. want to put a spoiler warning up? No. Okay. Yeah, I, we'll probably spend I, I think enough I, time I would on leave it. it as whether you may hate it, you may love it like me. It is certainly one of the bizarrest films of the last few years. Sure. Probably worth watching because of how bizarre it is. And that's a thing that I think kind of factors in with Kojima for me. Uh, the reason, One of the reasons I'm hyped for Death Stranding is because it is a bizarre story that is being told. And that's that appeals to me. Sure. At like a base like, level. Again, like this is all taste. But the thing I I'm already going in like with points docked already, like on the scoreboard. Like I'm I'm inherently going in being like, all right, well, I I, I 
from from my recollections, I don't like Kojima fans on the, for the most part, like the general fandom. I don't really pick up what Kojima is putting down. Um, he has some problematic stuff in a lot of his games. Let's see what's going on. All right, show me the first thing, Kojima. Okay, the first thing is this woman called Mama, and she yep. breastfeeds an invisible baby. All right, well, <laughs> well, that's not necessarily. I, I am already out. That's the, to me that that's weird, but it's it's not. That's at least not a negative depiction of a woman. Well, it's fetishistic at the very least. We can I, we can I, we can I, agree I, yes, I, with I, that. I think that is not negative, but I think coming from a history of oh, I recognize Meryl because of because of the way her butt wiggles, and then she's uh, if you if you do it right, then she's uh, yeah. bottomless, uh, and quiet then sniper wolf, and then clothed. quiet has to be barely clothed, and then quiet almost almost gets assaulted, and it's just like I don't need. I don't like the, trust the, him. The one by one, the the the, just as much as you could say, Snatcher, Metal Gear One, Metal Gear Two, and Metal Gear Solid like stack up to really a really fantastic foundation. I would say that those things stack up to rotting the foundation a little bit. So, one thing I'll say about Mama, uh, the, this character, uh, we without having played the game. You know, we'll see how kind of shallow her like actual like relationship with this baby is or how plot relevant it is. But I do think to assume it's fetishistic is a little weird. Now, Kojima is a fetishistic she kind of developer. She gropes herself. Well, uh, bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Because there's, there's something to be said about just like doing like this. Sexuality doesn't have to be fetishistic like 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 at a at a you know we should we shouldn't be as averse to things kind of being if you if you can have sexuality be tied to the story and the theming which it is in this case this is a game that's all about connections and she is a character who is uniquely connected to the whatever this other side is or whatever these things are sure. there's a game about how humans are connected and mother motherhood is like a very serious connection it makes a lot of sense to have a mother character whether or not it feels more and more fetishistic as we play is hard to say i i, I it may maybe it, it does come across as fetishistic it, and it's probably gonna come across as fetishistic to some people more than others but i i don't think uh and, and I, I can understand the argument also that you know uh somebody who who has been judged in the past for creating characters like quiet or whatever is not maybe the right person to create more stories that I, have. I, I definitely do not think he is yeah but but at the same time maybe he does better this game we don't know yet uh and i, I just think he has learned nothing from what he's done in the past. If well, anything, it has yeah. it has cemented him further in his decisions and his creative choices. I don't believe in humans being cemented. Mm. Everyone can change. People Dylan. can't change. We should also point out that uh, breastfeeding is not inherently sexualization. Uh, I mm, think that yeah. the I think that the part that you're talking about of like when she like gropes herself, yeah could be subjective because i don't think i don't sure. think that atta- I, t- attached to this okay. but i don't think that attached to the rest of the scene is is kojima sexualizing her but that one woman does get her face licked By, in the, yeah, in the previous not- trailer and we cannot say that that he's learned more when he does both right yeah. and I, I i don't think that doing both is like oh he's better now Great. I th- I also kind of think it's maybe kind of shitty because it, it playing both sides. Yeah. It's like I'm not, I I'm not problematic. Look at this. Like this is a like. And I think there's a way to do that 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 is is nice and nuanced. And I don't know if this is the game that does it. 
Yeah. Uh, That's it's, where I'm... It's weird. So if words were currency, Kojima would be the richest man in the world because he would just constantly write and write and write and write and write and write until he drowned out the rest of society. Hot. Drown me, Kojima. Drown me. All right. We might have spent too much time. <laughs> well, yeah, I, what were we talking about? I, I don't want to not talk about the pee mechanic, though. You can pee. So I think I think this whole entire Gamescom presentation was a little bit Norman's like, peener. Like we're just gonna show you a little bit because we're not nice. we're not ready to show like the full gameplay Normous, yet. Norman. Not ready to show the full Ritas. Because uh, he said they're gonna show the Japanese. Uh, I thought they said for a fact show. that they will never show it. I thought it's like you can pan the camera and it'll always be obscured no 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 the the, the gameplay like the, oh the, the, i thought you were not talking about his, not like, his actual we, we penis. Not his like penis this is cyberpunk we know okay. you can like level up your guns and we know there's melee combat and but can you level up your peeing one well you do level up mushrooms via peeing yeah so this is a weird thing like i, I you know it's a, it may seem like a silly mechanic but the idea of coordinating with other players to pee in the same spot so is there co-op or is it like a dark souls thing where it's like you have different it's, instances it's a, you affect you you have to, you're an instance but you're affecting other players okay like, got it so not quite journey not not you know i don't i don't think we're gonna have the ability to teleport into but other it's like dark games. souls where you like leave notes in the world basically if, so if everybody pees in the same or spot you have a better in. chance of growing a better mushroom got it so coordinate your peas. Yes. And that's a, I mean, it's from the beginning. He was like, you know, this is a game inspired by sticks and ropes and I want to explore the connections between people. And I'm going to pee right in front of Jeff Keeley. I'm, I'm guessing we're going to see a lot of... You like this? You like this, Jeff? Yeah. I'm guessing it's going to be a, a, collab, a single player collaborative game is what it is. Yes. Uh, yeah, I can see that. And that's, that's cool. That's And, and I'm, I'm happy to see it through P. That's what I'm saying. I'll play it when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's that's where I am. I'm just like no, I, I've I given up on should, like trying to figure we out. We should this play is it together until I, we play we, it. We should all play it together. We should probably like maybe try to sync up like you know, spots. Yes. Yeah. No, but I meant like our accounts. Like, all right, let's all agree to yeah, play yeah, yeah, like yeah. 20 hours in or 10 hours in or whatever, and then talk about it. And then I think we can finally do it. We can finally critique a game together, a, a Kojima game barefaced and fresh yeah without any biases of the outside world i'm excited be a new thing i'm excited nelson what have you been playing <laughs> uh i finished grand theft auto 3 oh oh for the first time i thought you were gonna say the first time free. ever man what did you think i was gonna say oxen free i, I was just looking at the shit yeah. uh i finished grand theft auto 3 that game does not hold up whatsoever i bet um pretty the there is a who's the guy you play as it's like generic italian dude i can't even remember i almost said tommy tallarico and that's not <laughs> that's not it that's not it it's so weird my memories of vice city and three feel like they merge so much because they're so very similar yeah yeah um, um vice and i played the beginning of vice city already a million times better yeah vice city is there's just Ooh. like it i think gta 3 is this is going to sound reductive the proof of concept for them making a Grand 3D, Theft Auto game yeah. in full 3D. And I that's think right, that's City. rad. I think that's cool. It's, I don't think it's interesting. It's also really weird that it's three. Like, like yes. at, at that point, like it makes sense, right? Because yes. like, but, but like, like I didn't play when one or two are the top down games that like, yeah, I, I do feel like three, all of the mechanics established in three are still core mechanics today. There's just more oomph and more physics yeah. and more, more polish to those things. And I think polish is the thing that, to me, counted in, in counted out of its favor because it was just like, there are so many things that I don't think are 
either well done or interesting or captivating in any real way. So at this point, I'm just like, or I got to a point where I was just like, I'm just gonna finish the game, I guess. Yeah, I feel like the only thing, the only emotion I can imagine while playing GTA is why am I not playing a newer GTA? There, yeah. So I did that for the video game book club thing because it's the first time I had ever played it, Mm. Um, and just very, what's what's the way to put it? (sighs) The emotion that I was having was, oh, that's where that came from. Okay. And then I would just move on because like I can see where you can sort of see the seams of all of the newer Grand Theft Auto games. Um, but it's just like so not there in this one. Like it's not it. And I and I feel bad because but again, this is my first time playing it. Like we were talking about at some point, it's like you you're playing a game now. So you don't have that. Oh, this is this is the open world game. Like that for me was Devil May Cry one. Like I never had the this is the open world game. Yeah. Um, I only ever had like this is the fighting game. This is the adventure game. This is the action game. But Grand Theft Auto was never that important to me. I also wanted to bring up. So I mentioned at the beginning, I I played some Grand Theft Auto online. Yeah, yeah. God, fuck that. God damn it. Every time I'm like, you I know keep what? Thinking I'm about gonna, getting it for I'm gonna, the online I'm gonna though. Enjoy it. And then no, yes, you should get it so we can do heists together okay. because. GTA Online is only fun if you have people to fuck around with. You, me, and Mike should do heists together. Hell yeah. That'd be fucking amazing. We need a fourth, though. Do you have a PS4 or an Xbox? I have PS4. Okay. But I haven't played a Grand Theft Auto since Vice City, and I'm not terribly interested in playing anymore. But I, <laughs> I played Vice City, and I was like, oh, I think I'm good on GTA forever. <laughs> I think G- yeah. Vice City was the perfect GTA game. I don't need it anymore. But like, GTA Online has, like, zero balancing and zero explanation. Yeah. So, like, it... It's, it has that rigidness of of the simulation that they want to craft, but then they throw this kooky shit in. Yeah. So like they threw in like a fucking Thunderdome esque like destruction derby where you drive around yeah. in cars and shit. <laughs> Explain none of it. Explain zero about how it works. They have racing games or matches that you can like match make into with like giant like loops yeah, yeah, and like shit. Shit in the sky. Yeah. None of it's like if it's fun if you you play flawlessly. Right. You fuck up it ceases to be fun because there's no rubber banding mm-hmm. with the race cars. Mm-hmm. There's no like their simulation is too rigid now and it's yeah. too aggressive to like have fun, like wacky, you know, multiplayer matchmaking stuff, which is why I need a brand new saints row. Because sure. you can put all that done. Imagine saints row online heists. It'd be yeah, okay. Fucking amazing. Sure. It's just the gunplay is the, the gunplay and, and car, maneuverability in gta feels so good that it's fun. in which in which gta and in, in, in five four, four and five okay okay the heists are fun because you can fuck up in really funny ways, hilarious ways and then yeah. and if you're all playing together you're like okay it's great and they have shared live system which i don't even know why you would put that in like you know when you're matchmate when you're weird. playing with friends <laughs> let alone play with randos like if yeah. i'm playing with randos and we get two lives and once we lose them game the it's over we lose yeah is dumb because i'm not coordinating with these people mm-hmm. like what the fuck are you doing mm-hmm. like it's such a dumb and they don't explain like where you are so like there's like a like a plot line like a through line of like the heist where you like build up to the bigger one or you can just match make into it but you match make into any random part right of the heist which is odd which is dumb especially because like, like if why you're is there no about... mission system yeah quest system in there yeah. it's like, all right i'm building up to this thing it's like so much of that game seems half-baked it's wild to me that they're just 
raking in money hand over fist. How long has GTA Online been out now? Because like it feels like it's been out six like, months after yeah. Five came really? out. Something yeah, like that. I thought it was so much longer. Yeah, I don't know how. Um, because oh, I think I, it was I, when I, it came I, out. Yeah, five. yeah, after yeah. GTA Five okay. came out. I was like, what? Six months ago? No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, I've yeah. heard somebody expansion. When did GTA Five come out? Twenty fourteen. It's right there. You can look at the box. Also, I think I'm gonna get back into buying physical games. There's a. There's I just got a, this one because I buy cheap. physical console games, just not PC games. Yeah, physical console games. Not well. That one's dead. Um, there is a intentionality between or behind putting a disc in, or a cartridge into a console. That's just like <laughs> I'm to gonna put the work in. Now. You got to put the work in, so you might as well like not play the game you just downloaded. I can't find. Do they even put the release dates on boxes? They put it on Wikipedia. Dylan <laughs> and I played an online game recently. Oh yeah. yeah. What game? Played Warhammer Vermintide 2. The end time. Well, not the end times this time. It's just, just War- Vermintide 2 now. But it's pretty fun. It was fun. Uh, there's. It was made better by the fact that I was with someone who knew what we had to do. Yeah. <laughs> and to get all the extra shit. Right. I mean, it definitely. Uh, it's weird because I, I, I also had a kind of a, a cultivated. I played with somebody who like showed me the ropes. And I don't know. I, I have no idea what the game would be like if you just played it and had to yeah, be terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, That's a problem. There was, there was a, a new expansion that just came out for Winds of Magic, and uh, it's got some new stuff that, I, other than the new level, I haven't seen too much of it yet. People say the combat system changed. I actually don't know what they mean. I, the combat feels exactly the same as it did before to me, and I play on like the highest difficulties. Uh, Ooh. What I yeah. liked about this, not to compare games that people love and pit them against each other, but I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, <laughs> you love that. Are you comparing it to Left 4 Dead? No, I was going to compare it to uh, uh, Risk of Rain 2. Oh. Like, that's, that's the only other like multiplayer like group like yeah, sure, sure. crowd control type game I played. I think it feels much better to play than Risk of Rain 2. And I like getting in the grill of like the the vermin. What, what you're are the, surrounded and you're just like hacking yeah. blood, blood spraying the screen. That's pretty it is, rad. It is cathartic. It's, yeah. it's, and, and it's also, it gets stressful too. It has this nice like sine wave of, oh man, we're low on resources. We're low on life. Oh, uh, are we going to make it to the next, you know, like resource spot? Yeah. Uh, you have an objective, which Risk of Rain 2 is a little bit more like you're waiting. You know, you're, it's a timer. It, it uh, so I, I can see that it, it does. It does to me draw a lot more comparisons though to Left 4 Dead, which is another your team. You're going through a map to get to an, to get to objectives, and you uh, you have special enemies that will come up, sometimes pop up, and you've got to really coordinate to deal with special enemies and hordes. And uh, Nelson, you're gonna say something? Have you guys played Killing Floor Two? Yeah, yeah. No. I played more Killing Floor One than Killing Floor Two. Killing Floor Two is fucking rad. It is has it that same feeling left of dead, like, Left for Dead esque. Yeah, it has this, but it's more like arcadey in in that. Mm-hmm. Like, look, you're gonna have a boss in this round. You have to make it all ten rounds to to pass this. But each like level has a gimmick, and it's like survival. So you start off with a gun, and then you buy the next round. You, you buy another gun, and you can get money from your from your partners. Um, dosh! It's so it's so money. good. It's so good. It's money, just money, weird money. and just plays into how weird it is. Mm. Like you can play as a priest shooting a bunch of zombies, or you can play as a uh, like fifties pinup woman. It's okay. it's fast, it's and a, of course I play as a fifties pinup woman. It's a weirdly <laughs> relaxing game. It's a very relaxing game for how intense like some yeah. of those things get. I think it's it's one of the perfect games to just like you've got a group of dudes online, you're you're talking to each other, dudes dudes and dudettes, and you could just you could just hang out and talk while playing a game that you can either coordinate or just talk about anything else while yeah. you play it together. Yeah, and that's a really good like yeah. it's like a great Discord game. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I want to get more to playing games with with folks online. Like the last game I, I got really heavily that. into that was uh, was PUBG, and that mm-hmm. was easy because like playing it by yourself was fun, but like playing with another person was also fun. But like mm-hmm. a lot of these games, I don't think playing it by myself would be. Much yeah, fun. Killing Floor, you need to play with somebody else. Vermintide, I, I imagine, would be only well, like, fun with somebody else. When I say else. by myself, I mean like matchmaking. Sorry, like I mean like a random so, group. solo uh, multiplayer type yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I've moved around a lot, so I have friends in various states, and friends have moved to various states. So I do, like, I, it's tough because like MMOs feel like too big of an investment, but these kind of games that are like jump in for a match. But goddamn, am I going to try out WoW Classic because I'm a sucker. I, I would I would probably sooner jump on Final Fantasy fourteen again than WoW. Probably. Yeah, and that's that has like a free like level to like. Oh, is it free? Something. Yeah, it was like a free tier that gets you a certain level. I've already bought it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> yeah, I, I bought it when it came out. I, I actually I bought it when it was before it had like the relaunch. Before oh, it was cool. Yeah. Before uh, the then I bought it again when reborn. it relaunched. Uh-huh. They really got some money. Out of me. Yeah, I <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's a, it's a great WoW clone <laughs> with Final <laughs> Fantasy music and Final Fantasy chocobos and things like that. But uh. But these games, that, like, I, I know it's a, like almost a, a kind of, uh, a, a, what's it called, a, a maligned genre. But the nice thing about things like looter shooters that have this, like, you jump in, you play with, you can do a little bit with friends, and then you, you're progressing somewhere overall. It's, it is a really nice reward cycle to be able to jump in for a brief amount of time with some buddies, mm-hmm. then just leave it for a week and come back in next yeah. week and just keep yeah. on doing the same kind of thing. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I think... Uh, uh, there's, uh, I think, that, and there's so many different types of games now. Like looter shooters are much more like like uh, open areas kind of thing. But Vermintide, Left for Dead, Risk of Rain, yeah. Killing Floor. I just want, I, I, I'm happy to see more of those things coming. Yeah, because I feel like there's such a good amount of options that there's something for everyone. It feels like in those in those domains. Yeah, um, I want I want to play some more Vermintide too, and I want to play some more Risk of Rain too, uh, just to get a full feel of of both of those games. But uh, we're gonna have to wrap up now gonna be a, a shorter episode this week folks um next episode oh what's the next episode dylan we're going, going to somewhere? seattle baby seattle baby seattle is that like seattle yeah seattle baby's like seattle, seattle, baby. seattle junior mm. <laughs> um going to pax west hidden gems of pax west too exciting second time second That's time awesome. um should be fun time we're having kevin snow uh, Dante Douglas and Mike Williams nice. on on the panel. A uh, bunch of bunch of great folks. I'm looking forward to awesome. what games they select out of out of the the plethora, the cornucopia that is the plateau. That, that is that is PAX. It's just gonna be Sayonara Wild Hearts again. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like twenty times over. Great. No, there's a lot of cool stuff coming. I bet. Showing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, I think cyberpunk is gonna have something at oh are they i'm trying to remember if it was they will reveal what their e3 demo was oh uh, yeah PAX might, West, yeah or if they have a thing that's, cyberpunk is a real hidden gem that pfft, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you people have heard about this game but cyberpunk 2077 or something right? so it was a tabletop there's people talking about it. some small indie devs yeah, CD yeah Project Red. some murmurings yeah. um i did make an appointment to try out the play date though Oh, where little hand crank? That's awesome. Handheld console, yeah. So I'm excited to go. I'm excited to hear you talk about that. Check that out, yeah. Check out next episode then if you want to hear more about the hidden gems. Of I will. Pax West. Until then, Nelson, where can people find you? You can find me at Whitico on pretty much everything. Twitter, Twitch, maybe. 
Art Station, Dribble. You really got to drop the main. I really thing. do. You I just really got to commit one way or the other. <laughs> Seriously. Um, also, if you just go to witty.co, W-H-I-T-T-I dot C-O, uh, that should link you out to pretty much everything there. Uh, new episode of the Video Game Book Club is coming up soon. We will be talking about Grand Theft Auto 3, and then after that, I believe we're playing Vice City. Wow. Just one after the other, huh? We might go... San Andreas after we that? We might go San Andreas after that. I don't think I can do four after that. Mm. Have you never played four? I've not finished it. That's So that's the thing is like it has to be a game that you have never finished. Oh, okay. Not just or, haven't played. No. Right, right. Okay, cool, cool. I, cool. Or, I mean but, one or the other. It yeah, could yeah, be yeah. No, I got you. Yeah, yeah. But like just because you have played it doesn't mean... Like it's, Majora's it's, Mask would never be on the list because I'm like I had always gotten 80% of the way through and I just never finished the last 20. But oh, I played that one. Got it. Got yeah, it. yeah. I stopped at Vice City, but I hear San Andreas is the best. That's what I'm looking forward so. to. I'm you looking forward pack. to. Yeah, there's um, a jetpack, but then there's like some kind of interesting, like in-game mechanic social commentary where, like, if you are, there was one where, like, a in San Andreas you play as a man of color. Mm-hmm. You can get beat up by a white dude, and a cop will just walk by you. If you fight back, the cop will now join into the fight. Wow. And so there's like there's some things there that I'm just like, especially now in 2019, where it's like I'm more aware of things that I didn't know previously. And I'll happily admit that. Interesting. Um, I guess Rockstar is a progressive studio. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And then there's that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. The most woke company. I mean, that that is an interesting social commentary, though. And in in a vacuum, that is a that is an interesting mechanic. So that being said, one of the first characters you meet in Vice City is a uh bad jewish stereotype and also he's a lawyer cool vice yeah. city is full of stereotypes though but i think it yeah really is the also the era that it is depicting like i i, I don't want to justify it but it is the era it is depicting. anyways you can find me on twitter at gerb g-e-r-h-b you can also find me on the wordcast website on another podcast called attract mode where we watch all the best movies ever made. Mm-hmm. Well, check out our latest episode by the time this episode goes up. Uh, the Angry Birds movie two. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, it was all right. Oh, well, no, no, it wasn't. No, Dylan, it was the worst thing we've watched. It was all right in the in the perspective of like at least it didn't have like super problematic commentary in it. <laughs> that to me that was a negative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um. And you can find me at Dylan Lavento. And if you like this podcast, you want to listen to any of our other podcasts, you can find them at word-games.com or on Twitter at wordvideogames or online, wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search Wordcast. They'll bring up Wordcast and Attract Mode. If you'd like to tell us about all the hidden messages in Attract Mode or uh, in the Angry Birds movie too, you can email us at contact at word-games or find us on Discord. Links in the Twitter profile. But until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. See you in Seattle.